Slightly Above Average Gamers, Way Above Average Podcast. Welcome to the Slightly Above Average Gaming Podcast with your hosts, J007TV and Sub1KD. Welcome everybody to the Slightly Above Average Gaming Podcast. I'm J007 and I'm joined by none other, the man, the myth, the legend, Sub1KD. How you doing, buddy? Ah, doing great after that gas, my friend. Doing great. How are you? How was your week? Uh, it was a crazy week because, you know, I had to uh, been planning that conference for that industry organization that I'm the president of the chapter. And it was just a long week. I left on Sunday and then see so you hear that. That's that's yep. that cold beer cracking. Yeah. Beer 30. Um, yeah, it was just a long week, man. How about yourself? You know, it's been uh, it's been a week as well on my end. Um, and fortunately, you know, as I mentioned on. On Twitter, we talked a little bit. You know, had uh, had a little family issue this morning, but um, otherwise, we're up and running, doing well. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's been a busy week. So I have um, I I've gotten some time in the war zone, looking to uh, improve that, and otherwise, just uh, yeah, ready for this week to be over. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Well, it you know, it was a pretty eventful week in the Call of Duty universe too. Um, you know, yeah, the- it was. Modern Warfare 3 beta coming out and just some of the things, um, you know, that, that are happening in, in the war zone. Why don't you tell me, you know, where you want to start, man? Well, why don't we start with the beta? Um, okay. So, uh, yeah, I don't know if you checked your email, if you got your report of how many hours you logged in the beta. Um, yeah, I did. I did. How about you? I logged 12, give or take, like 12 and change. And uh, overall, I thought I had a pretty positive time. Um, it pluses and minuses. One of the big minuses is it reminded me of how difficult it is going to be for the next couple of weeks to play Warzone Two, as it is. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people were 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 feeling the same way. I know I I, I kind of felt the same way too. Um, I'm to the point where like I have zero interest in going back and playing Modern Warfare Two multiplayer, like none. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not playing that. Um. You know, and it's funny because I, I this time la this time last year, you know, I was eager to get rid, you know, to move on from Warzone One, and and do something new. And I, I there was a lot that I I was looking forward to on Modern Warfare Two and what that would mean for Warzone going forward. And you know, you know, by you and I have touched on it a little bit, but um, in the past, but I think you know the state of Warzone that we're in right now has left it. You know, it's not the game that they envisioned. Um, it's in fact not at all what they launched and what they had drawn up at launch. And so, what we're but but it's not you know it's not a reversion back to Warzone One, right? Like they they went part way, and now we're in this this state where it's physically miserable to play. It's not just like boring, which I think was the complaint that a lot of people had. It felt boring. It's 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 actually miserable. Because you can't do things that the game wants you to do. Yeah, things that you would think would be, uh, you know, like being able to get around a corner if you're taking rounds. You know, like you feel like you're just barely, you barely able to get to the corner and you just can't get that extra step around that corner or mm-hmm. through that window in your case. You know, those kind of things. So, yeah, I, you know, I, I understand how you feel. And, you know, the thing about, 
you know, we're talking about like the Modern Warfare 2 beta. I got to be completely honest with you. I knew there was going to be issues with this game the second I played that. And, you know, like I've said before, I, I pointed out the issues and the community that I'm a member, you know, a part of. Some of those dudes raked me over the coals for it. And, you know, it turns out I was 100% correct. And, you know, in what I said, and those dudes quit playing after about a month. But, you know, this beta had me feeling excited. And, you know, when we talked about, you know, you talked about playtime, right? So I didn't get to play Sunday. So you got to take that out. But total playtime in the beta was 13.86 hours for me. Um, you know, I played like 95 matches. And, you know, I when I, when I played it first on uh, Thursday, you know, I thought, like I told you, that that would probably be the end of it. And I would go mm -hmm. back to doing what I normally do, right? Which is play Warzone and those kind of things. I didn't put it down, man. I had no interest. I went a full week without playing Warzone between travel time and that beta time. And I, I didn't miss it. That That's, yeah. No, I uh, I mean, I, I unfortunately played in between. And I what I'll say is there's a lot to, there's a lot to like about it. And it's definitely different than Warzone, what, like Modern Warfare 2019 movement. You know, so diving right into the idea of movement and kind of what they're doing is my problem. You know, I meant I said at the beginning, my issue with words, you know, I had issues with words on one that things I weren't happy with. Um, a big one that I'll tell you is definitely the FOV was a huge problem. Um, I had a lot of issues with the FOV and, you know, trying to play the game at, you know, at, at speed at, at that level that, you know, uh, PC players were playing at. It's just not. It's not something that the um, that a console is capable of handling. Because so if, if you if you haven't tuned in enough, I, I play on Xbox, um, so I was at ADFOV all through Warzone One, which you know was basically an inst instant loss in, in a lot of one v one gunfights because you just don't have the ability to, to track somebody up close. But that being said, you know the the movement itself, a lot of it felt very gimmicky in that it, it didn't feel smooth. Like, you know, everyone says it was smooth and it, it, and depending on if you were on PC and you had certain macros and you had certain ways of doing things, you know, it had a feel for it. But, you know, on console, the movement didn't feel, you know, slide canceling, which was like the, the basis of all movement in, in Modern Warfare 2019, or at least the majority of the movement was, was clunky at best. It was a glitch is what it was. So getting into Modern War, you know, getting rid of, the clunkiness and the and kind of the imbalance of movement and FOV, I thought was really good. But then they changed up Warzone a lot, and now you get into, um, you know, this new beta. And when you feel the movement, it felt like it was supposed to be there. And that's something I've talked about before with like X Defiant. Like if you played X Defiant's beta, mm -hmm. the movement felt smooth. There was there was a lot of movement, and a lot of people, you know, loved the movement, but. What was good about it is that it felt like it was supposed to be there. It didn't feel like you're trying to cheat the system or or, or exploit something in a glitch or whatever, um, which I, I think opens a lot more doors for people to to enjoy it and actually be able to to grow a bit more naturally mm -hmm. compared to like Warzone Warzone One, like Modern Warfare 2019. Right. Well, you know, you can tell that they deliberately did a lot of the things that they did and they deliberately went through and more or less overhauled what they did from, you know, from Modern Warfare 2019 into Modern Warfare 
two to Modern Warfare three. It's I think Modern Warfare three is vastly different. It is a lot smoother. Um, everything felt a little smoother. I mean, there might be a couple things that they might be able to tweak. You know, just some of the animations, like maybe. And I don't know if maybe there maybe it's because everything's tied to like perks and gear. So maybe things are faster, like weapon swap with with certain gloves. And actually, I think the first set of combat gloves helps with the weapon swap mm-hmm. speed. But that still felt a little slow to me. Just a just a tick. You know what I mean? But I mean, that's kind of a, if that's the worst thing then I think we're in good shape. You know, but oh, man. Um, overall, like the slide felt good. I didn't notice the delay that everyone was talking about. Um, but also, in fairness, I didn't, you know, I wasn't really slide canceling as much because I had gotten out of the habit of having to do so, you know, or being <laughs> not having to, not being able to, yeah, uh, more, more than anything else. So, you know, I, it wasn't something that I really, really noticed. Well, and it was interesting for me because slide canceling was, it was, it was a, I, I say it felt good because it, it, it was doing what you would think a slide cancel would do. You slide mm-hmm. first and then you stand up when you're ready to, to move on versus you're using it to rebuild your momentum so that you could do a bunny hop or you could do some other function. And I think that made to me a difference because the, the, the slide and the canceling of the slide actually just gave it a purpose which was very specific, which is choose when you're going to go from a slide stance to a fighting stance. And in a lot of ways, that made, I feel like that made the game easier. Mm-hmm. Not easier, that's not the right word. It, it, it made the movement accessible. Right. So, well, what, yeah. did you, what, did you, what did you think of the tack stance? Did you uh, use that very much? Yeah, uh, I repeatedly got put into it. Yeah, I did Without too. doing anything. So, uh, yeah. It cost me more gunfights than it won. Not gonna lie, mm-hmm. um, I I haven't messed around with it enough. I don't love the canted like the canted style. It just it throws me off. I'm not used to it, so it's something that I, I I just avoided. I got a couple of kills, like cool kills, where I was sliding around a corner and and tax stance gunning somebody at like point blank range as I as I worked around them. Mm-hmm. So to that end, yeah, there was definitely some. There was some, you know, I got some use out of it, but it definitely got me killed as much as I, it helped. So, you know, it feels like a gimmick. It, you know what? I think you're right. It, it does kind of feel that way. I, I didn't really care, care for it or hate it, I guess. I didn't really use it that much. I didn't feel mm-hmm. like it was necessary. Now, maybe when we get into the full launch of the game and as, you know, you know the movement or the way people look at that movement and use it and things like that is going to evolve, you know, as the game progresses, right? There are going to be videos on this or that. And, and you know, so that's going to change. So maybe at that point, you know, maybe that part will come to a point where it is, you know, used more often. But I, I didn't really care one way or the other for it. Um, I, I just, like I said, I, I felt like, even just the base movement, like the base speeds, were great. Yeah, like it, it, to where it was great to where it didn't really bother me that much whether I had tax speed, tax sprint or not. Uh, you know, there's two things that I noticed that are huge improvements that I that I can't believe are still in Modern Warfare Two, Warzone, whatever mm-hmm. we're calling it now. It is it is the over use of animations and stagger. 
You know what I mean when I'm saying when I say stagger? Mm-hmm. Like the the amount of things and the amount of ways you can stagger yourself in this in, in, in the current game are unbelievable. It is like half the time you do anything and it's like, well, I'll just put my controller down because I'm gonna be dead here in a minute. Yeah. So I'm like, uh and those those were more or less gone from the beta. Like you could you could go in and you could YY pretty quick. You could, you know, play you know, you could get into a gunfight and you could use your primary and then rapidly switch to your secondary and actually not have to break your engagement. And I, yeah. I, I think I put a couple of clips up of just, you know, engaging somebody and then just swapping over to the pistol and, and putting that, you know, putting that into the fight um, very quickly, which is something that you can't do in, in the current game because of the animations they put in there. It's like that new pistol, the, the, Digasaurus. What what is the new one that they just put out? I don't even um, know, man. I yeah, I, I didn't even fun. bother trying to unlock it. It's some crazy <laughs> shit. Like you gotta hip fire somebody in the back at at point blank range or something to unlock it. So I was like, to hell with it. Unless yeah. it becomes like game breaking meta, like I'm not even gonna screw with it. Yeah, no, but it like it's a it, it's a really enjoyable pistol. Um, it's actually a good gun. I I like it, but it's not a great um. Like, like the animation when you go to put it away, like the guy sits there and he, and he takes it from holding it out to shoot and then he turns it sideways, puts the safety on and then he puts it in his pocket. Yeah. Like, what how the many milliseconds is that? is that? How many milliseconds is that? And that some, that, that's, that's, I think that what you're pointing out there, that is like some of the frustration that I've had with the game. And a lot of other people is these things that they put into modern warfare too these millisecond delays from doing one thing to another, or like I said on that MP5, if you look, when he goes to reload, he misses the magwell on the first pass. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're talking about a tier one operator. They could do that blindfolded with one arm. Like, you know what? Maybe not, Facts. but you, you get my point, right? So it's like those milliseconds, that's what actually ca- can cost you a gunfight, and that's where it feels like cheese. I didn't feel any of that. In, in the beta to this point. Now, I'm hopeful that it'll be the same when we get into uh, the actual game release. Uh, 100%. You know, we know from last year, that, you know, they did it before. They had the Modern Warfare 2 beta out, and, you know, people were pretty okay with the movement. You know, there, a lot of people were like, yeah, I can work with this. And then they went and they nerfed, they, you know, they, they, they slowed it down even further uh, at release, and I think that really frustrated people. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it goes back to kind of the, the core design elements, you know, and we, we've rehashed this before, you know, previously, but I, I'll point out again, I think when they, when they originally drew up the design document for this game, they envisioned the world being different in terms of how battle royales are. And as a result, we ended up with this, um, you know, with, with this game that was geared around like an extraction shooter, which is probably what the executives looked at. Mm-hmm you know, when this came out, like, this is probably what's going to be the hot ticket. And unfortunately, the uh, gaming space, uh, gaming space changed back to BRs being kind of on top again. And so it, it, it really didn't deliver the product I think a lot of people wanted. But when you go back to like day one, like if you if you if you had never played Warzone before, and you played that game, I think a lot of people would have enjoyed it. If you were used to PUBG or used to some of these other games, I think they would have enjoyed the game more. But coming from Warzone into that, I can see why a lot of people were very upset. Well, 
Well, I'll say this. I'll say this, Sub. I would have respected what they did if they had actually stuck to their guns. Because if you remember when Warzone 2 first came out, there were no loadouts. There were no perks. There was none of that stuff. The game actually, it was fun the way it was. It only started to get unfun in my mind and the minds of a lot of other people is when they started trying to appease people with the loadouts and things like that. And then it's like, okay, well, you built a game where you didn't have to have a loadout and you could still compete and it would be fun and, you know, those kind of things. Well, once you introduce the loadouts, especially with the tuning, it's like, Dude, if you didn't, if you weren't going to overhaul the movement at the same time, you should have never introduced the loadouts. That's where the issue was. Um, you know, I, I could have been just fine without the movement being, you know, it didn't have to be that way for me. You know, as long if they would have just stuck to what they did the first six weeks. But the second they introduced those loadouts, that's when everything changed. So now fast forward to where we are in Warzone 2, right, or Warzone, I guess. We're not calling it 2 anymore. <laughs> Movement is, is pretty decent, comparatively speaking, you know, since yep. we do have the loadouts and everything else. And, you know, we'll be talking a little bit more about, um, you know, Warzone here later on in, in, in the uh, broadcast. But, you know, going back to your point about the movement with Modern Warfare 3, it feels, it feels like there's a lot of outplayability potential, too. Did you feel like that? I mean, I know I certainly did. Um, yeah, it's yeah. The reverting it back to the loadout really changed, really changed the game and the direction that it was headed, and it just screwed everything when they weren't going. I'm just trying to think of the right way to say it. Yeah, I'll it say really it screwed. was a half-ass commitment. <laughs> essentially, is what yeah. it was. It was it was a half-ass you know commitment you know to doing what they did. Yeah. Yeah, no, they should have stuck with their guns. They should have focused on it being all about. Um, they should they, they they should have either committed to it or reverted it one hundred percent. Exactly. And and they didn't do either, and so we got left with you know what turned into a mess. And so it's a hybrid in my mind. It, it, I mean, it really is because there's still some of those elements that are kind of cheeky. Um, you know, as far as the war zone part of it goes, but you know, there's also things that are really cool too. But you know, as far as the Modern Warfare 3 thing, I, the reason why it's why these things like the movement, the perks, the maps, and all these things that we're going to talk about are important, minus the maps, of course, uh, for Warzone, for the next iteration of Warzone, is because this game is going to set the tone for the next year of Warzone. Yep. You know, and, and I think it will make or break the franchise in, in, a, in a way. In a way, I think it's too big to die, but I think that it's definitely... You know, how this game launches and how it plays the first six weeks and even the first couple weeks and or month or so into the next iteration of Warzone, that's going to set the tone for the next year. Yeah. Well, it's definitely it's going to set the tone. I don't think it's going to be I don't think you can make or break Warzone because there's nothing to replace it. So people that are into, you know, if X Defiant ever launches and if they launch a um, a BR eventually then yeah, you could say there's good competition there. But I mean, you look around at the other games and it's, it's what? What are you going to play? Counter-Strike? No, because those <laughs> are two different things, right? So we're talking yeah. BRs versus arena shooters. However, mark this down or put make a mental note. We need There's something I want to talk to you about, about a replacement for um, 
for Warzone um, when we get further into to that side of things. But wh- let me ask you this. What did you think about the perks and the equipment and, uh, you know, those things? What, what did you use? What, you know, what, what was your, what you, what were your likes, your dislikes? I didn't mess around with them too much, to be honest. Um, it felt fine. You know, I, I, I like the concept of it. I think, you know, with the limited number of selections that we have, there wasn't a good, there wasn't a big reason to mess too much. Um, you know, we just, we were so limited in the equipment that, and, and the guns that we had available to us. So I feel like there wasn't really a good chance to really explore that. I like the fact that the, I like the fact that there are a ton of options um, that, that have consequence. That is a trade-off, right? That's going to provide, that's going to provide balance, I think. And that's where, mm-hmm. you know, like, like Jay, Jay rock was talking about with lucky Shamu. And I mean, I, th- I think we should all agree like a balanced game is not, is, is good. It's not a bad thing, right? Like you don't want the game to swing in one direction or the other, but a balanced game where, like you said, with the trade-offs of, you know, if you pick a certain type of glove, it's going to have, you know, a certain trade-off to it. Those kind of things. I think that's really cool. I think that's, that's the way they should be going, and it looks like that's the way it is. Did uh, so I, I used um, I used the I, I believe the infantry vest, the first one. I used mm-hmm. the combat gloves, and then I used a few of the different pairs of shoes. My favorite one was I, at first I thought it would be the tactical pads, which that was kind of cool, but I felt like the base slide was great anyway, so I didn't really need that. But my favorite one was the covert sneakers because you could literally run around the map in dead silence and creep up on somebody and then it's, you know, <laughs> so I like that. Like, I thought that was cool, man. Like, so I, yeah. I thought that was those. That's probably the route I'm going to go. But then they've got the bone conductor, um, you know, the just the different gear and things like that. Yeah. I, I thought it was really cool. I, I messed with those. I didn't think that did much, if that makes sense. It wasn't like, oh, um, it, it wasn't noticeably louder. And I think I think a lot of people were saying that it was bugged, that you know, it was amplifying your teammates' footsteps as much as the uh, your, the enemy footsteps. That was probably my biggest complaint about the beta was mm-hmm. just being able to differentiate between friend and foe. Oh. You know, I know that you can't make it totally different, or maybe you can. I don't know. Um, you would probably know better than me, but well, I mean, they, you know, that they was have... the biggest issue I had with the beta is not being able to fucking hear if it was a teammate or not. And mm-hmm. I guess also though, too, getting back in the habit of constantly looking at the mini map because if you're looking at the mini map, you can see if you're, if, a, if it's a friendly or not. Yep. But but those couple seconds, milliseconds to do that can also cost you. So it's kind of like maybe you shouldn't have to. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we've talked about red dots in the mini map. You know, take it or leave it. Um, doesn't it, it? It's not the end of the world for me, but it definitely does help um, locate where the fighting is going to be. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's always such a little delay, right? That you know, you, cod timing being what it was, half the time you look at the mini map, someone's shooting you in the face. Um, yeah, I know, right? But there's definitely a yeah. Some of the some of the gear is definitely better, like like when it's not bugged. I think. Um, but yeah, the, those combat sneakers or whatever they're called, where you get to like run around, uh, dead, the dead silence sneakers. Um, those were fun. I had some fun with that, you know, and, but yeah, that friend identifying friend for friend and foe is got to get fixed. I don't know. 
why they can't figure that out. But, you know, it's like Modern Warfare 2019. You, I rarely had that problem. You rarely shot your teammate. Even Modern Warfare 2, you don't shoot your teammate very sure. much. You know, in this game, it was like, you know, and, and I think it's multiple things. I think the, the lettering, the, the mm-hmm. font and the color, they're not very clear. It's very, it's very faded. Oh, that was, it was worse the first weekend, I guess. I it mean, did you notice it on the PlayStation? Oh, it was terrible the first weekend. It was awful. Um, but there was a delay. You know, speaking of delays, this one, this was a delay that I thought was kind of a big deal. There was a delay in which when you first shot, like when you first saw somebody, it took us like, I don't know, a fraction of a second before any nameplate would appear friend or foe so you turn the corner there's somebody with no nameplate so you shoot them right uh, and all then the fucking the, time and then the blue nameplate appears over their head and you're like oh you're not an enemy i guess i can you know i should stop shooting you um and that happened multiple times a game every yep. single game yeah i had the same issue um and they'd originally just had red diamonds but again like over the enemies but again it was the same problem of like it's i i can't I can't pick that up fast enough to avoid, you know, having, you know, to, to easily to tell on, on the fly friend or foe. Right. Um, and that, that I think you can't have in a, in a shooter like this, you cannot have it be that difficult. Uh, I, I, I will say it is a difference between say, SOCOM, right. Uh, I, I'm dating myself, but way back on the PlayStation two, they had a game called SOCOM and, uh, and they had red name tags that just was perpetually over your head anytime you were in somebody's field of view, right? If you were like, you know, within a, a an inch or two of the crosshair, it would put the red um, the red tag over your head, which was fine if I'm shooting at somebody. I'm I'm trying to see where the enemies are, but you know, if somebody's hiding in a bush and all of a sudden a red name tag appears over top of the bush, guess what? I know you're there, and so it really it unba- you know, and it was a game that had a lot of they. They were very tactical, so cover and concealment were kind of an important part of that game, mm-hmm. which was kind of defeated by the fact that everyone knew, could tell you were there because you got a little red name tag over a bush you were hiding in or behind a little wall you were crawling behind. Right? There was no ability to to turn that down. So there's got to be a balance between the two. So I understand from the point of view of like the the developers, you know, as much as we all want the you know the bush you know bush wookies to be identified. And not be able to hide in a bush. That's still something that some people will want to do. And you know, having you know everybody who's played rank knows that sometimes you got to sit in a bush and, and earn that SR before you get wiped by the team. Big and facts. so if your if your name tag showing the water, up, every, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I, I I I get trying to to obscure that a little bit, but in terms of like actually having it be usable, like when the name tag is on, it's got to be on. It's got to be visible easy to see because otherwise we're just shooting i'm just shooting my teammate on repeat that was probably the most frustrating part of the beta yeah i i i agree you know shooting your teammate every three seconds in a match is is kind of frustrating um you know i i thought that um really that was i mean that was really the biggest issue for me um what did you think about the ttk because i'll tell you i at the at first thought it was still a little too fast but as I played it and got into the game, I got used to it, and it wasn't a big deal. It, it felt it felt better than the than Modern Warfare Two, regardless. But it still felt a, a tick or two too fast for me. But I'm sure they will probably end up making some adjustments between now and launch, anyway. 
I found it to be incredibly inconsistent. Yeah, that. Yeah, one hundred percent. I I would I would feel like you know I have a clip I, I I haven't posted it yet, but I think I counted like eight hit markers on somebody. I hit them like eight times and got the kill, and then I get evaporated immediately by somebody behind me. And so, you know, it was it was definitely it definitely did you know it, it felt like I was playing Warzone and then I was playing hardcore, right? Like within the same yeah. engagement and i don't know why i don't know if it's if it's you know bad net code like so so hits just don't register all the time i don't know if it's wild damage range drop-offs that and really affect lag. things lag i mean any it could be anything it's really hard to, to pin down without you know some sort of test environment what was going on but there was definitely a there was i don't know it was, it wasn't my favorite. I would have preferred it lower. I think, you know, something, uh, you know, maybe slightly faster than Modern Warfare Two. Uh, you know, if you go back, classically, COD has had very short TTKs. Um, they're not, you know, they haven't been this, you know, long, almost Warzone esque engagement style that we've had uh, recently um, that people have been kind of craving for. So I don't know. It felt inconsistent. It wasn't my favorite. I didn't love. Um, I didn't love the, the 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 long health that the the more health when I had to fight more than one person. So in Warzone, you know, in Modern Warfare Two and multiplayer, if, if there's two people next to each other, I can usually turn the corner, gun one immediately, and then get into a you know a back and forth with the second one. But in this one, most of the time, if you turn the corner and there's two guys and you start shooting one, both of them have enough time to turn around and engage you, and now it's a two v one instead of being able to quickly eliminate one on in surprise and then kill the other two, you know the other one uh through through skill over um over anything else so i felt like i had to change the way that i was playing because i couldn't you can't barrel stuff people as much and i think that led to a lot of people bunching up the people you know i ran into two three players at a time way more frequently than i do well, in multiplayer People were stacking. It was crazy the way that is one of the things, um, you know, that I noticed over the beta weekend, just the cheeky way a lot of people were playing the beta, um, mm -hmm. you know, camping and and then also three and four stacking and multiplayer, those kind of things. But, you know, the TTK, I, you know, I wonder and, you know, maybe you can answer this or, you know, at least comment on it. Do you think that obviously there was no tuning? for the beta right like there was no tuning for it but right. do you think that adding the tuning in there does make it a little more complicated too uh as far as you know because you have like a base ttk or like base health right of 150 that's your starting point and then when you start adding in all the different kinds of ammunition all the tuning for damage and for range i mean dude it it that's gotta complicate it some well i don't tuning hasn't at least in warzone one has not affected ttk at all if any it affects range but like your base the base gun the ttk is the same you know at, at each drop off unlike you know warzone 2 i mean uh, uh vanguard for example where you could put you know different ammo types that radically change damage profiles or you could put the recoil booster on to change the uh the rate of fire things like that um and that would produce literally different ttks you know base damage profile changes um i think i think the tuning is all about control 
how how well you control and how well your gun handles. And I think that is it's about hitting a comfort level with the tuning. So I think when you think about it in terms of oh I've got um I you know tuning is there or tuning is not. You know if you're able to find a you know find a gun that you're very comfortable with without tuning it, then you know that's that's great. You know the, the one of them the the five five six one was su- like buttery smooth. It was so easy to use uh, yeah. without tuning anything. Um, you know some other ones were kind of clunky. They felt a little clunky, and I think tuning would have made them. It could have improved them. So I, I'm not opposed to it. I think it's going to be fun. Um, just like now, it's it's going to be kind of a skill gap of who can really dial in a gun for for how they play the game yeah that's true because i mean you've got like different things that affect like strafe speed and you know stuff like that but um we'll get let's we'll get into the weapons here in just a few minutes but what did you think about the maps i mean obviously let's preface this with you know they're not going to drop their best maps on on a beta they're just not going to they might throw you a bone with one but the rest are just going to be kind of mid if you think about it well the state was mid as fuck. Um, <laughs> I fucking hate that map. Dude, I did not have one single good match on that map. Not one. I got shit on literally every time on that. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. It's not a, it's kind of a, I don't know, one of those wacky doodle. Something one of those wacky doodle uh, maps that everybody's fond of, you know, remembering for some reason or another. But when you actually get down to play it. You know, it's going to, here's what's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how many people who, who have gassed up these maps and love every, you know, say they love them. And they're, they're the best maps of all time. Um, how many of them are, it, 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 for how many people is it going to be one of those cartoons where it's like you grew up on this cartoon and the cartoon was the greatest cartoon ever. And, and you just have such great memories of it. You go back and watch it as an adult and you're like, what was I thinking? This is terrible. Yeah, and, then, know, right? and then huge chunks of your childhood memories are ruined. And yep. I think um, I think a lot of people will be disappointed in how the maps play based on how they remember them playing, because the game is is just different. It's played different than it was back in you know two thousand nine. I I don't think that I mean to be completely you know transparent here. I don't think that the COD community is going to be happy regardless, and I'll tell you why. So think about this. So every thread you go into, it, you know, it's, hey, hey, you know, remaster this map, remaster this map, remaster this map, right? Then on the other hand, you got people that are like, I want new maps. I'm tired of the old maps, blah, blah, blah. Well, in fact, I got, I, I had a discussion with one of my buddies about this in, uh, you know, one of the discords I'm in. I'm like, you know, you say you want something new. Well, they gave you new maps for the last four years and you didn't like any of them. You didn't even really play the damn game, you know? Yeah. So, you know, what is it? That I feel like this community, specifically the Call of Duty community, we kind of deserve the game we get because what are they supposed to do? Like, they, they, there's no, ma- you can't make the, this community happy. And oftentimes no. it's the same people bitching about the same, both of those things. You know, so it's like, what are you going to do? Yeah. I, like, for instance, like, I mean, the one map I'm kind of tired of, but I also see the use for it, I suppose, is shipment. Like, it's in damn near every single Call of Duty. That map, I will only play that map if I'm ranking up a gun and I'm trying to get it done quickly. Uh, otherwise, I'm not touching that map. That map will make my blood pressure go up because 
if you're not fighting teammates who will stand in the middle of the opening while you're after you spawned in a Connex box to try to get out of there and you can't, or they're running in front of you eating your bullets, or you die six times in a row either in the spawn, or you get a kill and then they spawn the same guy behind you right after you kill him so he can kill you. <laughs> like it's just a shit show. But I get why people like it, I guess, for the weapons and stuff like that. You know, Rust is another one that that's a feast or famine map too. I dropped fifty yeah, on that one. Yeah, I did. I, I had I had great streaks on that one, but it, it absolutely feast or famine. Um, I, for one, have no I don't know. I have no drive to sink tons of time into multiplayer beyond what is needed to level things up and and, and grind camos. I don't enjoy. 6v6 multiplayer the way that I used to. It's that dopamine hit of Warzone, man. Well, yeah, and it's it's like this is gonna piss somebody this will piss some people off, but I don't like basketball as much. It's it's incredibly repetitive. You know, you you're you're scoring each team's scoring hundred points a night. Like how many, you know, how many great baskets can you possibly have to, you know, make a highlight reel of it? So they all look the same after a while. And that's how six v six feels. It's like, all right, I got a kill. I died. I got another kill. I got another kill. Got another kill. I go and try and do like a, you know, I'll try and do a clip of of six v six, and it's like they all look the same. It's like you know, I I play ten games and clips from ten games, they're all the same. And so to me, it's kind of like the thrill isn't there. Um, if anything, shipment is kind of like a, a time to just zone out and play cheeky. And you know, <laughs> riot shield and shotgun sub <laughs> one you go. on deck. Uh, lined up so i don't know i mean you know people like the comp scene people like to you know th th there's a lot of support out there for it but it it, it does nothing for me you know it's just it, it it's just a way to play so for me something like rust or shipment where it's a it's a it's a small map i'm constantly in a gunfight um whether i want to be or not and you're you're just always right back into it um you know that's sufficient i don't i don't need 72 maps that i have to try and memorize but I only get them every, uh, you know, every so often. And so to me, it's kind of like, you know, there's, you know, give me, give me a 24 seven map with like three different maps that are all close quarters, fast action, a lot to do. I'm happy. I, you know, I, I don't hate multiplayer and I, I do play it. Uh, I, I played modern warfare Two multiplayer a lot. I was playing usually a couple hours a night for the most part of this COD cycle. Um, Nowadays, I really don't have any interest in it, so I, I can't tell... Well, I played to rake up that shotgun and the TR-76 or whatever. That was the mm -hmm. only reason. I, um, other than that, I hadn't been playing it before, and I really haven't played it any after. I warm up on it, and that's the extent of it. Um, you know, the maps, from what I understand, we're supposed to have all those 16 maps to start with. Yep. Um, then we are supposedly getting two or three new maps per season. But see, they're always ambiguous in what they when they say that shit because when I hear two or three maps, I think cool, two or three more like multiplayer maps. No, nah, that's not necessarily true. That could include a gunfight map. It could include a ground war map, and then maybe one six v six map. You know, like so I you know I kind of take that at face value, I guess, and wait. But I'm curious to see you know the direction they go with the new map design that they throw in here, if they're going to be similar as far as like the three lane and things like that. Um, I think my favorite two maps actually for the beta that we played on were favela and skid row. I really, yeah. I really liked both of those. 
Um, especially, uh, you know, I was listening to the Drop Shop podcast um, the other day where they were talking about it. And I can't remember if it was um, Tanner or Razanov, but they were talking about that head glitch on Skid Row where you're, you know, you have that that outside group of stairs that you come up and then there's the yeah. board up the last flight of stairs and you have that head glitch right down that long hallway. And it's damn near, you can't kill them when they're on it because you, you, for whatever reason, you're not able to hit shots, you know, uh, going against that head glitch. Like, I, I, I like that map. I like the way it plays. Um, that was great. And then Favela, you know, they did, you know, they did mention that Favela made some changes where you could get on more of the roofs than you previously had been before. I can't yeah. really remember that, um, you know, because that was 10 years ago, you know, <laughs> but um, I noticed that the, it played different for like hard point, um, you know, when people could get on those middle, middle roofs and control that area like that, that made a huge difference. Whoever controlled that area controlled the map and usually yeah. won the game. Um, I thought that uh, the you know just the 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 graphics of the maps they were beautiful. Like I, I it was just a you know the maps. I, I was pleased with the maps, and you know people are like, oh well, they're just remastered maps. This should have been in Modern Warfare Two. Blah blah blah. Guess what? They weren't. Let's appreciate what we have. And for the most part, a good part of this community never played those maps anyway. So what do you care? They're new to somebody, <laughs> you know. If yeah. you really think about it, and they feel new to me, really. I mean, once you get to play them a few times, none of them feel new anymore anyway. Yeah. Well, I think it's definitely a, it's definitely going to be an interesting thing to watch to see how the reaction is. I mean, I, I, I think, you know, you've already got half the community declaring it's just an overpriced DLC. So we'll see. We'll, we'll see know, who jumps on board. Do you know that actually history repeats itself? They said the same shit between the last Modern Warfare 2 and Modern Warfare 3. I saw a, an old Reddit thread where they said that. Yeah. You know, it just goes to show that the um, the Google COD community can never be happy. It's, it's, it's a state of nature to be uh, to be bitching about something. Um. <laughs> Pretty much. I, I'm not going to lie. I'm guilty of it, too. I've bitched about shit with this game. And, you know, I, you know what's weird, though? Like, kind of on a little sidebar, though. It's like, if... There, there are just people out there that, like, if you talk about the game or, like, you have a, a, a legit criticism about the game, you might not be bitching in as far as your tone goes, but people just perceive that as bitching. Yeah. Like, I, I don't really think, I don't look at it that way. It's like, if you have a criticism about the game, it's okay to say so. You're a paying customer, you know? Like, it is what it is. You know, because, like, I have friends that are, like, you know, back when... Modern Warfare 2 came out or e even like Vanguard, there were certain things I would bring up that were issues. And they're like, you're always complaining about the game, this, and that. It's like, dude, I'm not like complaining about the game. I'm just pointing out issues. It's a game that I love and care about. So I want to talk about it. Yeah, no, I agree. I think one of the things, um, one of the things going forward that'll be interesting to see is how, how well this integrates into Warzone. You know, you know, a lot of the, 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 the gear isn't coming right so far, as far as I know, um, they've, they're keeping the perks, they're, they're bringing new perks in and adjusting the perks that we have, but the perks, mm -hmm. you know, we're going to have the same perk system in Warzone that we have now. Um, well, that was a question that gear. some had and, you know, I, I don't really care either way. Okay. I just want it to be a fun game. Do you care? I mean, like, is it a big deal to you? Like. As long as they can do the same things. Yeah, I mean, I like the idea of 
having uniformity between between the two games. So if I'm on, if I'm in multiplayer, what I do in multiplayer is you know is effective practice for playing the game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, uh, Vanguard was a huge was one of the huge discrepancies in that because Vanguard was had FOV was you know very slick, even faster than Warzone. A Warzone one, but not in this, not in the same way, not in the same like uh, gimmicky way. It felt, it felt better. The movement in Vanguard multiplayer felt better. Well, um, I'll than... give Sledgehammer credit for that because if if but the, the 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 movement was the only good thing about Vanguard in my opinion. Yeah, and the movement in this beta is pretty solid. Was pretty solid too. But you know, you couldn't you couldn't practice with a gun in the Vanguard multiplayer and expect to behave, you know, expect to be able to perform in the same way in Warzone because the mechanics were just fundamentally different. So I like the idea that there's parity between the two games where it's like current multiplayer and the current Warzone. You know, if I, if I level an SMG and I'm practicing, you know, if I'm running the SMG, I want it to feel the same in both games, right? I don't sure. want to spend a bunch of time getting super comfortable with an SMG in multiplayer and then roll over to warzone it's like oh my god this feels like crap like why is that um so in that in that sphere i would like to see the two the two things be consistent but Mm -hmm. i also looking at the mechanics of warzone that they're going to bring over i I see why they're not so uh, i understand it but it's it's a possible source of frustration or you know they'll find a good balance of perks and it'll be fine and no one no one will notice yeah i mean Maybe. I mean, hopefully they've learned from the mistakes and I I feel like they did because otherwise they, at least they were smart enough to put Modern Warfare 2, Warzone 2, and every game after that all on the same engine. So, you know, they, that's going to make it a little bit easier to tweak some of these things, you know, Mm -hmm. and and have more parity like you were talking about, Um, you know, if that's, if that's what they're, if, if that's what they're looking for. So, I, I'm pretty confident that you know either way it'll be it'll be good as far as the perks go. Like that's, yeah. but like I said, that's not as big an issue to me as you know, like we talked about, just how things are smooth, snappy, you know, those kind of things. And and I mean, mainly, I don't want the game to punish one side or the other. Like that's the whole thing. Like just if it's if it's pretty balanced, and then it just comes down to the individual skill, then. I'm totally okay with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, so um, as far as like the weapons go, what was your favorite AR? Wh- which AR did you use the most? You know, um, I stuck with all the names are whack. It was the it was the five five six one. The, that was the MTZ. The MTZ. So I landed on that one. I'd run the battle rifle, one of the battle rifles, for a while. Um, the LMGs were so slow. I didn't. I hated them. I never use those unless I absolutely have to. Yeah, but we'll talk about that here in a second Sentinel, too. Sentinel gameplay for sure. Um, but no, I liked it. It it felt like the kilo. It was like you could really beam somebody and not miss a shot. Um, which uh, you know, which was kind of a nice change. I like um, I liked the pistol, the Diamati, the three round burst. Okay, like I had fun with that one. I have I have a lot of clips of just doming people with that one, and a lot of what the hell just happened? I died to a pistol. Yeah, <laughs> but that I mean, you could I was I would you could wreck somebody halfway across Rust with that, and uh, and it was great. 
So, I mean, I my my loadout by the end of the first first weekend was definitely the um the five five six and the Diamati. And I, I basically just ran that all all open weekend because so, it was enjoyable. Mine was my my go to was the MCW or ACR. Uh-huh. And I I absolutely loved running that. Um you know, I, I felt like it was smooth and, and I felt like all of the guns, you know, we talk about comparison, like there wasn't all the bullshit, like visual recoil, like the shaking and the smoke, all the extra stuff that we've dealt with this last title, like everything just felt smooth. And I feel like the guns just felt better to me. It took a few minutes, like, and a few matches to kind of get used to that because of what we've been dealing with. But like, I felt like it was very smooth. The MCW was my favorite AR. Um, SMG, I do. I absolutely fried with the striker or slash UMP because that's what it is. Yeah, I fried with that. I dropped fifty with it over on Rust. Um, you know, and even that that gun was good even with no attachments. Like when I yeah. first got it, it was really good. I I I felt I I really felt good using it. Um, the one gun that I felt like was kind of broken or kind of pay to win a little bit in the beta was the longbow that you got in the vault edition. So one of those variants, like that shit was like, people were quick scope one tapping like multiple times, like in a, in a row in succession with that gun. Like it was, um, you know, it felt kind of broken to me, but if we're gonna bitch about having one shot snipers in Warzone, we're gonna have to have them be good over in the other in Modern Warfare Three as well. So I felt like the sniping was really good. The battle rifle, the BASB, was that is that the one you mentioned earlier? Um, I ran no, that was a later unlock. I ran the first one. Oh gosh, what was it called? There's a they they had one in the loadout, like the pre made loadouts that you could yeah. run until you could do customs. Like I used that one, the BASB. Because it had a scope on it and everything. Yeah, I don't remember which one I used. Um, got all the names. I, I haven't. I don't remember the names, but um, it wasn't the BASB. It was. It was the other battle rifle that was. You know, that was fully automatic. I ran that for a while on the first weekend um, because it just hit better than the AR. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I don't know. I the guns all feel good um, in terms of being. You know, the usability. Um, I don't think they had quite the personality and kind of the, the different look and feel between guns that you would get in like, you know, even, if, you know, pick any of the games before that, right? It's like Vanguard probably had the most uh, most diversity. You know, you had guns like the Automaton or or you had like the um, the DP-29 or whatever with the little drum mag that rotated yeah, on top. Yeah, the disc gun. Yeah, like you, you just had all these different guns and everything looked and felt completely different. You know, I feel like the brace. Yeah, I feel like they've kind of simplified it where the guns all kind of have about the same look. And it's just about how much, you know, where the recoil goes and how much damage you're dealing, which, you know, isn't good or bad. I don't think it's just it's different. And so, I'm, you know, I, I, I'm curious to get my hands on the full game. We'll put it that way. I, I want to see the, I want the full game. I don't want, you know, these cherry picked little options. But um, but I. I it's definitely going to be a a step up in a lot of ways compared to what we have in Warzone right now. Yeah, I think so too. 
Um, you know, I, I'm I'm excited to see the full full armory. Um, you know, I think that uh, you know, really to me, I mean, the look of them and and you know the the character of them. I mean, yeah, that's kind of important, but more than anything to me, it's how they feel and you know how you know how I'm able to use them. That's more important than anything else. Um, you know, so I I, I think that. Um, I think that they just gave us a very small sample size. I mean, if you look at, if you look at like um, Modern Warfare Two, it rolled out and like there's like fi- there's over fifty weapons in that game. Like there are I 52 know two weapons. Yeah, I know because I had to level them all up and then get camos done on them, and it sucked. I'm- Curious to see what <laughs> I'm curious to see what kind of camos and camo challenges. Even though I don't do that shit, but mm-hmm. like you know, so, uh, they were actually talking about the camo challenges on the uh, on the drop shot, and they're like, I really hope they're different than some of the ones that we've had, where it's like shots, you know, shoot an enemy from behind, or you know, point blank shots, and like it's like inside two meters, you know, those kind of things, like. Um, you know, they were talking about that. So I'm, I'm curious to see if, um, you know, what the, what the weapon camos are going to be like, how you guys are going to grind the camos and, you know, if, if, if y'all look at that, you know, in a favorable manner. So that's going to be awesome. But what did you, did you use the aftermarket upgrade on the uh, pistol that kind of turned it into an SMG a little bit? No, I didn't get, you know, I, I didn't level the pistol all the way up. I got, I got the one that I was using you know, about halfway up and had enough attachments that I just enjoyed it. And I didn't put, you know, I, I didn't grind. I didn't have the urge to grind anything. You know, I, I, I went to level 30. I, I unlocked everything I needed, um, in order to, to, you know, everything that would carry over to next mm-hmm. year. Um, but I didn't feel, I didn't feel the need to grind for something that is going to get reset. Yeah. It's funny that you mentioned that because like I'm sitting there watching teep and it's like, we all know the answer to this question, and I don't know if they've ever done it, but people come in and they're like, does this progress roll over into the real game? No. Yeah, bro. Sure it does. I mean, come on, dude. Why would it? Why yeah. would it? Like, there's yeah. no way they're going to do that. I don't think I've ever seen a Call of Duty do that. It, it, no, of course it doesn't. Um, you know, they're not going to punish the people who didn't get to play the beta on yeah. launch. Now, shitty that would be. Now, the one thing someone mentioned that I hope they do, and I can't remember who it was on Twitter, but, you know, that they have a Modern Warfare 3 Guns only playlist. Like, because you don't want to go in and you're trying to level your Modern Warfare 3 Guns while you got somebody with a freaking polyatomic, you know, TAC-56 over there. Like, you know, we we don't want that. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. If they just roll the guns over as is, those guns are going to be really hard to be successful at with the with the different aim assist that they have in the new game, and the um, uh, and all the all the muzzle destruction, all the smoke, and all the debris that comes from firing your gun. Yeah, I mean, if they leave them, if they leave them the same, I mean, but you know, like we talked about too, like people are were excited about it, and they're like, "Well, I'm not going to buy, I'm not going to buy Modern Warfare Three. I'll just use Modern Warfare Two guns in in Warzone." It's like, come on, dude, they. Activision is going to Activision. They're not going to let you. They're they're not going to let you not buy the game. You know what I mean? Like you 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 will need to buy the game to to rank up those Modern Warfare three guns. They're going to be more. Um, you know, there's going to be a little bit more uh, power behind those guns, comparatively speaking. 
you know, so I, you know, that's to me, that's kind of crazy to, to even think that, but you know, whatever. I mean, there are people that were going to not, that are not going to buy it anyway. It doesn't matter what they do in modern warfare three. They just weren't going to buy it and they're never going to be happy. And so I'm not going to waste my time arguing with those cats anymore. Well, you know, think about it this too, you know, we haven't talked about this yet, but how did the aiming feel? How did, how did, how did the actual gunfight feel? Okay, so I will say this. It was the aim assist was not as sticky, and I did notice that. And you know what? I I adjusted to it after a few games in. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so yeah, it wasn't uh wasn't a big deal at all. Like I I adjusted to it. But also though, too, so the thing for me that I noticed each day when I hopped on to play it, I broke my warm-up routine, right? Like, I didn't warm up. I didn't get to go spend the time shooting the bots or shooting in the range. Like, I I noticed a huge difference between when I was doing that versus not not doing that over the beta because I felt like the first four or five games, I'd struggle quite a bit to be blunt. Mm-hmm. You know, so the gunfighting was was definitely different, but it still felt good and I adjusted to it as time went on. Like, what did you, I mean, what did yeah. you think? I thought it was fine. Um, again, you adjust to it, as you said. Um, I don't, I don't think it was nerfed in the way that people think it is. You know, I've, I've posted about this on Twitter. I think that they've 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 made an adjustment to make it more to where you have to you have to work a little bit more to keep it going. But when it's working, it's solid. Um, but I think one of the things that they really changed dramatically is um, is how. That you know, one of the things that's going to change this dramatically is how the aim assist affects your ability to to use a good gun. Um, so in Modern Warfare Two, you know, aim assist will cover a lot of a lot of error when you're shooting at an enemy. So you can be obstructed with the muzzle smoke and with all the debris. You you don't have to have um, you don't have to have perfect aim through the muzzle smoke and through the debris. To hit your target because the aim assist will hold it and do some of that cleanup for you. In the new, in the new aim assist, I don't know if it's going to be as easy to pull that off. So I think it's going to be a natural nerf to the Modern Warfare Two guns if they import them as is because they're not going to be nearly. You won't be as accurate because you won't be able to see what you're shooting at and you will lose that aim assist bubble a little more frequently. Yeah. Yeah, um, you know, if everything, like I said, it, it it took a little bit of adjusting to, you know, because you're going from what feels like almost like one extreme to another. But, you know, let's, um, so Kelsen made a couple good points. Um, the first one was, you know, the worst part about the camos is it feels like the only metric they are interested in is time spent. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I guess, you know, you're a camo grinder. You could probably comment onto that more than me. I grind attachments and max out my gun. And then if I get the camos, whatever, you know, yeah. I don't really care. Um, the other thing he said was I genuinely struggled with aim. It felt insanely inconsistent game to game. There may be some truth to that. Yeah. I mean, the reality is until we know, until we have a testing environment, you know, like a private match where we can actually go in and mess with it without, you know, mess with it in a controlled environment without getting shot every time you took a step or, yeah. you know, trying to, uh, you know, trying to, to have somebody that will just, just move in a direction that, you know, you want on a, on a consistent basis so you can see what it's doing. Um, you know, we'll see. You know, I've got a couple of ideas of, of things that they've done. 
and uh, you know I want to try it. I want to I want to be able to see it in person, like in, in this controlled environment, to see if I, if I'm right. But I think what we'll see, I think what we'll, what we will get at the end of the day is um, is everybody will kind of adapt to it. But it's definitely going to separate out people that are more able to be on target. Um, I I, I and think track so. Better. I I I think so too. And the one thing I also will say is. To me, and now granted, th- this is, you know, I guess subjective, uh, you know, if, in the way you look at it, I guess. But like to me, playing the game actually felt like old Call of Duty to me, um, just as far as, and it was mainly from the pacing side of it. Not, you know, not the other stuff because, you know, you didn't always have like the great slide and all that stuff. So, like, that's not what I'm talking. I'm just talking about the pacing of the game. Right, like just the way the matches played out, like it felt like old Call of Duty to me. And maybe it was just the map design, you know, that's the maps, and they more or less force you to do that. So I thought that was, um, you know, that was really awesome. Um, there was something else I was going to ask you about, um, as far as the game goes. Did you get to play any of the Ground War? Uh, no. Did you do any of that? Because I, I didn't, didn't either. I didn't want to put down the multiplayer, man. Yeah, like I was having a good time playing. I was it. Like, fun. you know what? They dropped Rust twenty four seven, and it was like sold. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? One v one me on Rust, dog. Yeah, no, I had a good time. Um, you know, I think it's going to be good, and uh, but I'll tell you the worst part about that beta, the absolute worst part, is it ended, and I had to go back to playing fucking Warzone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, we should talk about that in a second. But the other thing we should mention that we didn't is the spawns. And I know why they're doing it. You know, they're trying to make it to where you can't spawn trap like you could on those maps back in the day. Mm -hmm. So they're kind of random. But the spawns were, uh, and we're not the only ones saying it, and I'm not the only one. So I'm not trying to act like this is an original thought. But I'll agree, they were dog shit. Like the spawns were fucking terrible. They were like random. Yeah, well, and I mean, like, they were worse than random. They almost felt like a rotate, like a random kind of rotation between just, like, certain spots. But it was like, you know, I can't tell you how many times I would kill a guy and then they would spawn behind me, or yeah. I would get killed and then spawned in front of the same guy that just killed me. Like, that happened several times. Oh, yeah. You I know, mean, um, I, yeah. I don't know what they were doing with the spawns. I don't know if they just didn't know what they were doing, wanted to do with the spawns either. Um. But, you know, we'll see, I guess. Um, we'll see what it launches at. I and mean, I think it's one of those things of, like, it felt unfinished. It didn't, it yeah, didn't feel... Yeah, it was a beta. It was supposed to, right? Well, I mean, COD treats its beta as more like a marketing tool. So, I mean, I know that they were taking some feedback from stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know how much of it was... I don't know how much of the feedback, you know, is something that they can action on quickly. Especially when it comes to, like, spawns and stuff. So, I, I, I don't know what they're what they're going to do to, to address it, but hopefully they do. Well, that may be a little bit more difficult to address in a timely manner, but they got all over that battle rage. Cause oh, you, yeah. I don't know if you saw some of the clips on Twitter from that, but that insane. shit's crazy. So we didn't have to deal with that at all. When I finally got to play the beta and I was happy. I didn't about have that. to deal with it either. Cause it didn't really get discovered until I had finished playing on day one. And mm-hmm. then, um, I was I, I didn't get on day two until late and they'd already nerfed it, mm-hmm. and so people had kind of dropped off of it. Like I ran into it once or twice and I usually was able to punch through it and get the kill anyways. 
I felt like Sledgehammer was surprisingly responsive in a lot of the things that they were addressing and looking into. Now, mm-hmm. the one thing I will say, and I'm going to throw this out here for you, Carlos. I know you're in here, my guy. <laughs> Dude, I ended up having to report at least two or three people a day um, that were actual cheaters. Like, there there were a lot of cheaters on there, too. I'm not going to say everyone, but there was a lot of cheaters in there. Um, and I did, I did end up reporting and I actually got some, and I don't know if they just send these back just to make me feel good or not, but I did say, see the whole message where they're like, yeah, we addressed, you know, the person you, we took action mm-hmm. or whatever the hell, yeah. you know, so. No, I, well, I mean, the beta uncovered, um, uncovered, uh, Phantom Overlay again, they got yeah. busted. So we'll see, uh, we'll see who else they, they detected and haven't announced yet. So Phantom Overlay, is that a cheap, I don't know yeah, cheats. It's, so. a, it's a cheap provider. Okay. And what, so are they, what exactly is their bit? What differentiates them from, say, engine owning? Or- They're more expensive, I think. More expensive? <laughs> yeah. It's just another cheap provider. And so they're, they, they tend to have, I believe that they're viewed as a, a higher quality product. And higher so they quality tend to have, cheat, okay. I know. Well... All right, so we've we've covered a lot um, on the uh, beta. Did you have any more thoughts that you want to cover on the beta? No, I think I'm just waiting for uh, waiting for the second dive into the campaign. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Given, I think, see, that's that's a stroke of genius on their part by giving us access to that campaign a week early because a it generates buzz for their game, but b they also are smart enough to know that people aren't going to play that campaign if it if it rolls out the same day as as um you know multiplayer i never really did you know so i'm I'm excited about that i think it's going to be probably a long few weeks and for me what's kind of making it longer at this point in time is that uh the haunting man i hate it and i know it's a get off my lawn kind of thing but i fucking hate it i know you love it but and i'm gonna give it another try right like i i hated it last night um, and I think the reason I hate it is because I don't have any other options, right? Like they took those mm-hmm. away. Maybe I would be more open to it if I had the option to play a couple games and be like, all right, I'm tired of this. And now I'll just go play the regular stuff. Cool, right? But when you can't play anything else because that's the only thing in the playlist, that's frustrating to me. I know you like The Haunting, so take her away. The Haunting is the only reason I'm still playing Warzone right now. Um, I won't lie. Um, I think the map... <sighs> Talked about this with a buddy of mine um, last night. There's, I think you played you played the original Warzone, right? Yeah, of course. All the way from the beginning, day, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. You know, the haunting definitely. I think there's a a feeling of nostalgia that comes with the haunting, the concept, uh, yeah. And so, you know, when it the first haunting was such a change and such a, you know, it was very well done. It was very very well done. Um, but I think this this iteration of it is exceptionally well thought out and well planned and and exceptionally well executed in my opinion um i'll give him credit for that you're right credit where it's where credit's due yep um but you know i think a lot of people they don't like to do they don't like to participate in change (laughs) you know my wife may or may not have said that to me a few times over the last 21 years um and so for a lot of people, and, you know, I, I play with some of these guys in my IRL group, and I know, you know, you, you know, you've got some thoughts on it too. But I think a lot of people, they get, they like to get into a, a rhythm and they like to, to stick to the rhythm and 
they don't like to make adjustments to it as much. Um, other people like me live in a bit of a world of chaos where if, uh, <laughs> brother, if you got two up, kids and you're a up. homesteader too. So yeah. yeah, everything's chaotic for you, fam. Yeah. So, I mean, it is what it is. Um, hopefully then hold on. Hello, this is sub one speaking. How can I help you? Make sure it's still, yeah. Okay. I'm still talking. <laughs> um, so, um, what I was saying was, uh, sorry, phone call came in, interrupt, try to interrupt my, uh, my talk. Um, people don't, you know, people that don't like change, don't like having things like, oh, do, bro, that they don't like having things like this affect their, um, their rhythms, right? Like the map has changed. There's different aspects to it. And, and people, people don't like that as much. Um, so, and I think it, it creates an instant negative approach to something and it can take some time and some willingness to put the effort into figuring out how to how to adjust to it. So, I mean, for for a lot of people that comes, you know, it, it can be as simple as changing the meta, right? Like, right. I got a buddy, like, if he could play Rebirth Island with the Cold War AK until the world ended, he would. And would and and nothing ever needs to change again. And and so, you know, for for that sort of like rhythmic experience that you know if that's how you like to play the game um you know these sort of events are, are are distracting and they're not they're not always welcome um i on the other hand always like to see something different i like to try a new gun out every couple of weeks because i get bored of what I, I get bored um and so the this mode with all the stuff to do with the night feel of it with just completely different experience on it i think has been fantastic um i love it I have been having a blast. Not you know, I did all the events that they had. I haven't tried zombies, which released this morning. Um, but I thought the boss challenges were really, really unique and really well thought out, and very, very different than what we've done before. Um, so I really enjoyed doing that. Um, I think battling it out at night, actually getting to use some of these night vision hollow therms in uh, in the way they're intended to be used has been great. I think the actual lighting that they put in the map, it's dark enough where the holotherms are a huge plus, but it's not too dark where it's like if you don't have one, you can't see anything. Um, so I thought they balanced that very well. I feel like there are, I feel like the the little the little pieces that they've put throughout. I mean, you know, they have the bigger set pieces, but if you look around, you know, it's like the TVs. You're in a building and the TV flickers on and there's like a ghost image on the TV for a few seconds. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That I, I felt like that's cool. And the one thing I will say, too, is um, the map at night looks incredible. Like Al Mazra at night, when you're dropping in, that looks dope as hell. I, I'll 100% agree with that. Um, I am going to give the Zombie Royale a try. I'm going to run that a little bit today uh, when I go live here, um, you know, after we hop off the podcast. Mm -hmm. So I'll give it a try. And, you know, you and I got to run that duos last night, um, you know, after we ran a couple ranked matches, you and I ran a du duos or two of the um, of the haunting. And it, it was yeah. pretty, I mean, I had, I had, I'm not going to say I, it was a terrible time. I'm not going to say I had the time of my life. I just... Like I said to me, I just want to have the option to play it, play it a few games and then go back, go on about my, you know, regular, like you said, routine is all. 
mm-hmm. more than anything else. But, you know, really, if you think about it for the last probably three months, we really haven't had much of a choice in that regard anyway, because the playlists have been, in my opinion, fucked since then anyway. They've been bad. Yeah, they've they have not been. Bad. They've they the playlists have not been good. There, there's got to be a reason for it. They'll never they they won't acknowledge it. So I don't know. Um, I'd I will, love I will, to. I will give them the credit on the playlist. I'll give them. I'll give them one credit on the playlist. The last few months, mm-hmm. I have never seen a new quote unquote map disappear faster than that Albagra Fortress dog shit map they put out. Dude, that shit disappeared faster than the fucking third person Warzone mode. <laughs> I mean, they 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 hit delete on that shit quick, didn't they? Yeah, that they hit delete and that thing is gone. Yeah, um, no, it, and they never return. Th- that map can't like I don't really care for a Sheikah that much, but that map can't compete with a Sheikah for one. A Sheikah is a better map than that. Um, it damn sure ain't gonna that. compete with Vondell. Vondell's a pretty good map overall. Vondell's like, a great map. Vondell's not only a great map in Resurgence, it's a great BR map. See, in I haven't fact, played a I lot of the BR on I it. think it's better as a BR map than it is a Resurgence map. Yeah, maybe, I mean, maybe it is. Maybe I should give it a little bit more of a try for that. Um, you know, I haven't really... If you can, because they don't give it to you all that often. Yeah, I know, right? Like, I haven't really tried that. <laughs> um, so... So, yeah, I mean, I think the haunting, you know, I, I get why they're doing it. I wish I had the option to play it a few games and then move on to something else. But it, there are people that like it. There's enough people that do. Um, you know, I'm seeing positive reaction to it on Twitter, believe it or not. Yeah. And so, yeah, you know, we'll just deal with it and move on. I mean, I'd rather do that than have Krampus or King Kong and Godzilla, to be honest. Hey, now. Hey, now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who was that fucking villain that we killed last night? I don't even remember. Those are just like oh. three zombies or some shit, right? Yeah, yeah, the swamp monster. The swamp, the swamp monster. monster. Yep. Um, that was fun. Uh, I liked uh, that, that. Like of the challenges that we accomplished, that was like the weakest one. It was. It's a. It's. It was more or less easy. The train one, man. So I'll say this: they they speaking of playlist and, and pissing everybody off, they reduced the uh, player count. In the massive resurgence that. from yeah. 150 down to 100. And everybody was upset. Uh, a lot of people are upset. But I, I'll tell you this. I know why they did it. It's with, with 150 people on the map, it was damn hard to get anything done. Like if you went in it with the purpose of like doing the swamp monster, I, I did it once and I ended up with three teams all trying to fight over the damn zombies. We had and that it was, happen. Uh, it was miserable. At that one spot. Like not like it's just, I I don't even know how to describe where it was but it was kind of I think outside of like caves kind of somewhere between caves and hydroelectric that one big POI with the the red lights that are going up like we had the that butcher. happen okay so maybe it was the butcher like there were three fucking teams over there dude oh yeah I, well honestly, the butchers I dropped a I dropped a mortar <laughs> strike on that shit dude I was like click and then we just started killing people bro dude I got. But so I I did the butcher the first uh the first night and it was the it's it was hilarious in my opinion it's hilarious because yeah what happened is we drop in um and we were like oh let's just fight the butcher off rip don't do that because it it, it, it it's a tank it has so much health yeah but, so s- we're going in there with you know we're, we're we're like oh we'll pick up ground loot while we kind of do the you got to do fend off zombies for a couple of waves while you open the portal and then you can go mm-hmm. in and fight the butcher. Like, well, we'll get some ground loot. Like, while we do it, no big deal. There was none. 
there was like <laughs> one SPX, and it was like, what the hell is this? So we well, went. Those and we are dog stu- shit in the game anyway, bro. You ain't <laughs> yeah. doing a damn thing with that gun. Yeah. So we get in there and we're fighting this guy with pistols. Okay. <laughs> we literally knocked off like a, a centimeter of health off of this guy's health bar, um, and then we get third party. And so you know these other teams all poured in. Everybody's shooting everybody. Nobody, you know, zombie tree guy butcher. No, no, no idea who we're fighting. Right? Spawn was in there like three times. And so um, everybody on the team but me gets wiped. I just jump back through the portal and just take off, right? You, you had your air bris on and was out. I, I was like, I'm out. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> all, I got a pistol and an SPX with two rounds in it. I ain't going to win this fight. Um, so I bailed out. And then a, a little bit later, ding, I get a notification that I've completed the challenge. Because <laughs> I, right. I, 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 I helped kill the butcher. And everybody that helps kill the butcher gets the challenge. So uh, it it was it was wild, and it was it was such a different experience. I'll tell you this: this is what has me so high on this mode right now. It's a different experience, and the difference covers up the bullshit that the beta ex- exposed. I mean, you know what? I, I I can definitely see why you would why you would feel that way. Um, you know, and and. Y- as per usual, you're probably right, you know, about that. And like I said, I'm going to go back in and give it another try. I mean, I'm not a quitter, you know, so <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm still playing Warzone, you know, even when I yeah, hated it. You're still you here. Know, so, yeah. And now I like it. So, um, you know, I, I, I'm going to give it another try. We'll see, you know, hopefully I can get my guys to, well, what's left of them. Because, you know, right now, dude, we're at the point in the COD cycle where I only have a couple people to really play with. You know, which kind of sucks, um, you know, because I, you know, I got a lot of people that are just like, yeah, I'm not playing. I don't, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. You know, either done all the way or done until the next one, whatever. But anywho, so, you know, the haunting will uh, we'll give it another run. You know, that shoddy is still broken. Oh, I know it's still broken. Yeah, I got clapped with it last night a couple times and I actually got a kill or two with it. I you know what, dude? I wasn't running it, and after I died by it a couple times, I'm like, you know what? F this, dude. I, I put it back in my loadout because I saved my 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 class with yeah. it. I put it back in there, and <laughs> oh, like I've said, I know they're never ever going to change, but I really wish they would stop making bal- weapon balancing decisions based on what's in the fucking store or coming to the store. Like, stop it, you know? Because it I, it's bad for the game. Yeah. Well, you know what? You know what I'll say though about this shotgun balance. Like the shotgun over previous shotgun metas. Mm-hmm. You know, back you know back in twenty nineteen, you had the doof doof, right? Oh my god, the flaming doof doof, and then and then they came out with the uh, the semi automatic versions, the doof 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 doof. Um, and now you've got the doof, which you know, the difference between this one is that you get one shot. Yep, you got two enemies, you get one. You miss, he you're on a reload, and it's Warzone two, so you've got twenty seven minutes before you can put some shells in your gun. So I, I will say, I will say, swap too, even to swap, like to yep. swap, like hit that and then swap. Nah, you're gonna lose the fight. Yep. So I will, I will, I will give them this that it is overpowered in a one v one at point blank range. Yep. But if you're running it, it's all risk, all reward. You either you either get the kill or you're toast. Which is why, you know, I, I've been running it. I make no secret of that. 
I'll, I'll take my lashings later. I'm running it too, but just because I got tired of getting shit on with it. I'm running it with throwing knives so I can get three kills. Yep. Yep. No, I always <laughs> run throwing knives anyway. I started running those, especially in, you know, actually probably before ranked, but I like being able to get my cleanups quickly, yep. you know, and move on. And it's great because either you have resupply on or um, you can pick them up. So that's yep. cool. So yeah, I, I run the throwing knife. Yeah. They've been, I, I heard a rumor they're going to nerf them so they won't one shot down in in game, which probably is a good thing as long as we're complaining about cheese. I don't think game. that's cheese though, dude, because do you know how it, it does take some skill to actually use those fucking things? And you have any idea how many kills I've gotten since I decided to practice with them? A lot. Yeah, but you had to practice with them to actually be able to use them efficiently in the game. That's the point. Like, I don't think they should it took nerf me two those. Hours. It took me two hours. Yeah, and, that's and a I, lot I of felt time. Comfortable man. To run. Well, I mean, for a one shot down, you know, it's it's pretty cheese. I, I'll, I'll bet the I'll bet a person who who is not used to a one shot like one and done struggles as much with a shotgun as they do with throwing knife. They put the same time in both. They're both equally cheesy. You know what's crazy about those knives is I can either hit an amazing throw or I miss one that's fucking point blank, dude. <laughs> I do it all the time. You, you know, it's funny. I was talking. It, between that, I do that. Like, literally, dude is laying on the ground not moving, and I still miss. Between yep. that and flashing myself at least once or twice a night. <laughs> I was telling J-Rock about that a while back, dude. Like, you know, he's talking about the infamous sim tags, and I'm like, bro, I fucking flash myself about once a night at least. So we all do it. Yeah. But, um, but, but yeah, um, you know, I'm looking forward to getting back into the war zone. So are you going live tonight? Um depends i'm gonna try i think but i'm not 100 on that okay um but yeah it i'll be on i'll be live tomorrow for sure okay yeah I, i'm actually going to be going on uh as soon as we're done here after a couple minutes i'm gonna yeah. hop on and i'll be live j007 tv uh over on twitch so twitch.tv backslash j007 tv if you're not already following i would greatly appreciate it and my guy here is Sub1KD, so it's kick.com slash Sub1KD, is that it? Yep. You know, give him a follow. Um, obviously, if you're here in the Twitter space, you already follow, or um, I don't know, maybe one of your friends was listening. So if you're not following, please be sure to drop that follow button. That'd be yep. greatly appreciated. And um, Sub was able to get a few of the episodes, a few more episodes up over on Spotify, so... Um, you know, if you guys can give those a listen, that would be greatly appreciated as well. Yeah. So we'll be, I should be caught up by the end of the weekend. So we'll have, um, we'll have all 10 episodes up by Monday. That's, uh, that's the goal right now. And then we'll be off and running, um, going forward. So we will be next live. You know, we have a two week, uh, about one, one, every one episode every other week. So we should be next up right after the campaign goes live yeah uh so if you downloaded the game you have early access to the campaign i will probably be running that day one just uh pushing that out and, and playing through it and seeing how it seeing how they do infinity ward for all their faults in multiplayer and warzone does an amazing campaign the, yeah so, their campaigns are fucking incredible dude they really are their story their, their writing and their storytelling is 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 uh you know, very, very solid. 
Um, yep. The other thing is, too, guys, we actually have some new artwork. I, I don't know if you've seen it, but, um, you know, we got a new graphic and logo for uh, for our podcast. And we're going to start tweeting a little bit more from the slightly above average gaming, um, you know, Twitter page. We haven't yep. been doing that as much as we should. So you're going to start seeing a little bit more content from us. Uh, you know, we're, we're really looking forward to rolling into this new uh, Call of Duty and you know, like I said, uh, you know, I, I hope that it's just balanced for everyone and that, you know, we can all find something that we enjoy out of the game. But that is pretty much all I've got, my guy. Yeah, no, we're good. So thank you, everyone, for hopping in. We appreciate you all. Um, glad you could be here. We, uh, like I said, episode will be live on Spotify. You can find me on Kick and Twitter at slash sub1kd. Jay over there on Twitch and Twitter as well, J007TV. Um, on both locations. So hit us up. Jay will be live soon. And uh, until next time, catch you around. We'll see y'all later. Appreciate y'all. This has been Sub One Kitty, along with J007 TV and the Slightly Above Average Gaming Podcast. We're logging off now, so we'll see you next time. <laughs>